Welcome to the Revival Center Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and thoughts from our church. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's message. showed up at my house uh, between 8 and 9 this morning, and so uh, we just been, if any of you moved before, and many of you have, you know it's a, it's a job, and so we've just been uh, hammering away at that, and uh, it's going to take me a minute to adjust to these lights. Hey, if you are enjoying this wonderful facility, the coffee shop, this new stage, can you, can you put your hands together for the job that this leadership team has done? This stuff doesn't just happen. You understand that I was here Sunday and it was pastor, well, it wasn't pastor appreciation Sunday, but that's when you honored your pastors. And you have to understand that this stuff doesn't just happen. It's, it's people planning and meeting and discussing and praying. And that's how some of this nice stuff happens. And, you know, uh, uh, you can listen, I, I, I don't want to, uh, Tonight, I, I want to just, I want to hang out with you. It's, it's my last night, all right? We're leaving. I want to hang out with you. Now, sure, we'll be back, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure this won't be the last time I get to minister in this house. And matter of fact, I'm planning to have Brother Jason come and minister with us soon. We're already looking at a date. So, uh, but I just want to hang out with you tonight. And I, I may not tell you something tonight that you haven't heard before, but you know what I might do is I might encourage you. I might remind you of a blessing. I might remind you of something that God has done for you. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Isaiah uh, chapter 43, verse number 2. Isaiah 43, verse number 2. You know, I, I, today, uh, while you're searching for your text, uh, the, the movers showed up, and, uh, and I kind of wrestled with whether I'd tell you or not. But do you know that somebody stole my uh, gun? One of the movers stole my uh, handgun. I couldn't believe it. They, they stole my gun. And so my emotions today, if they weren't already in a wreck, I've had to file a police report today. And, uh, and so my emotions have just been kind of up and down, you know, because this being our last uh, night tonight, obviously we walked away from Sylacauga First Assembly where Pastor Brian uh, was a major influence in my life, and so there was a lot of emotions there. Uh, another home folk from this church with ties has just stepped in as the new youth pastor there. Uh, I, I ask, and I have the liberty to tell you, Brother Austin Murphy is filling my shoes there. He's going to do a great job. Uh, I, I couldn't uh, expect for there to be a better individual to step into that role and take that, so I know that good things are going to happen at SFA and the youth department there. Uh, I know we don't stand uh, on Wednesday nights for the reading of God's Word, so I'm just going to get right into this. I'm going to read it, and then we're going to talk about uh, the journey. We're going to talk about the journey. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 43, verse number 2, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire... You will not be burned, and the flames will not set you ablaze. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Father God, I just preach behind this word. I preach behind 
the anointing of Pastor Jason and his team tonight. I want to hide under that anointing tonight. God, remove me and let your spirit go forth in Jesus' name. Thank you, Brother Josh. Amen. Amen. The title of tonight's message is, It's Just a Journey. Are you ready? Say amen. Hey, come on now. If you're ready, say amen. All right, because I'm ready. I've been prepared for this. I have studied. I've been in my prayer closet. I remember Brother Carmichael said one time, I was just a little boy, but he was struggling a little bit behind the pulpit, and he couldn't find his way. But you know what he did? He stepped over that real quick light. He said, I'm ready for this. I've been in my Bible. I'm prepared. My dad has always remembered that, and I remembered it as well. And so whenever I find myself needing a little bit, a little bit of encouragement, I sometimes just have to encourage myself. You've heard that sermon before, encourage yourself. But tonight we're talking about it's just a journey. It's been said, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, that our lives can be best summed up as just a great big journey full of ups and downs, highlights and lowlights. And if we're going to keep our sanity... If we're going to maintain a sharp mind, it might do you and me a lot of good tonight to go ahead and admit that our life is just a journey. The Bible makes mention of it. This is Christ speaking, John 16, verse number 33. You should have that. It says, I have told you these things. I have told Now, you go back and you read what these things are, okay? When you hear these things or something like that, you go back and you read a chapter or two ahead. That'll help you with your Bible reading. But the Bible says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. You will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the, wor the world. You know, I like to use the message version of the Bible, put the message version up. When I was preaching to teenagers, I found that using the message version of the Bible would go a long way with context and helping me walk my way through it. Maybe that helps you even as an adult today, but the Bible says in the message version, Jesus answered them. Who? He's talking to the disciples, and he says, Do you finally believe, in fact, you're about to make a run for it? <laughs> Saving your own skins and abandoning me, but I'm not abandoned. You understand, Christ knew who he was. That'll preach right there. That's a different message at a different time. But Christ understood who he was, and he said, hear me, I'm not abandoned. The Father is with me. I've told you all of this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured. There is a reason that Christ said everything that he said when he said it. He said this right here, that I never did a thing that my father did not do, and I never said a word that my father did not say. And so there's purpose behind the words of Jesus Christ. That's good. Say amen. The Father is with me. I've told you all of this so that in trusting me, you will have unshakable and assured and be deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. Been watching an election all day. You will continue to experience difficulties, but, but, but take heart because I have conquered the world. I can tell you, and I'm sure you would agree that taking heart, hear me, is much easier said than it is done. As a matter of fact, this whole thing that we call journey, that we call life, is a lot easier for us to talk about than it is for each of us to walk about. 
a lot of us can talk a good game. A lot of us can Facebook a good game. A lot of us can tell a good tale. But when it comes to the rubber meeting the road and when it comes to a hard thing in your life, it's a lot easier to say something about it than it is to do something about it. And I'm going to talk to you tonight about a few things because it's just a journey tonight. It's just a journey. Hear me. Life can get tough, but it's okay. I've come by here tonight, and I hope I'm at the right church. Trust me, I want to help you tonight because you have helped me with your prayers. It's just a journey. There are many things that we need while walking this thing out, but hear me, by way of the Holy Spirit, if we're going to talk about it, then we need to be about it. The number one thing that you'll need in life, among other things, just go with me for good context, okay? You could rank your own ranking system and come up with a top four, and it would be a good top four. But tonight, I'm preaching, so let's do my top four. <laughs> my mouth is dry, y'all. Number one, you'll need a leader. You'll need a leader. God will provide everyone in here with a Moses to lead you along your journey. What does that mean, a Moses? Well, you understand the people of Israel, the, 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 the Israelites were in captivity for some 400 years, and then along came Moses. You and I sometimes need a Moses to lead us out. Now, we talked Sunday. I was here Sunday, ph phenomenal generational-type message Sunday, talking about the blessing of the old and the young, getting together under one goal and one Jesus in mind, but I'll tell you that Moses can take you, but sometimes the Joshua will come and then possess. But for now, let's keep it with Moses. You'll need a leader. Everyone in here, God has promised you a Moses, and he'll provide that for you. Hey, listen, hear me by way of the Holy Spirit. Your pastor and my best friend, Brother Jason Allums, is a good Moses. Somebody to lead you and guide you and to help you, to lead you, guide you, and to help you. You need a leader. You need someone that you're submitted to and committed to. You need someone that will tell you no. Someone that will tell you the truth when the truth is not that easy to hear. You know, I, I, I can tell you, and let me move around a little bit, because there's more space to move around, I've noticed. <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you that if 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 your buddies and your friends are always telling you, yes, that's a good idea. I don't know that you've got the wisest of friends. Sometimes somebody needs to tell you, no, that's not a good idea. No, you don't need to date that person. No, you don't need to take that job. Brother Ben would put his finger in my face. No. No, no. The no's hurt. The no's hurt. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the, wor the world. You need a leader, someone that you can be submitted and committed to, someone who will tell you no and tell you the truth, even when the truth is tough to hear. Number two, you need cheerleaders. You need cheerleaders. I've got a handful of cheerleaders that live with me. <laughs> So literally, I have cheerleaders. But let me tell you what I mean by that. Hey, listen, I'm a cheerleader. I'm a cheerleader. Go down the road in Sylacauga, talk to a group in black and gold also called B.B. Comer. I'm a cheerleader. I cheer for them. I cheer for them. You, you need to understand that being a cheerleader 
is not a bad thing, and we need cheerleaders. Now, you don't need a whole squad, but you do need two or three cheerleaders in your life. Peter, James, John, the 12. You don't need a whole bunch. Your circle don't got to be great and big, but it does need to be solid. You need to have a solid circle of cheerleaders. You don't need many, but you do need a select few that will remain in your corner and pull for you, pray for you, and cheer you along during your journey. We're talking about it's just a journey tonight. Let me keep it moving. Number three, after you get a leader and after you get cheerleaders, you need an assignment. You need something to do. You need an assignment. But see, the problem is, and what oftentimes happens, is we tend to reject the assignment that the leader gives us and that the cheerleaders are cheerleading us on because we don't like the assignment. We don't like the process. Everybody wants promise, but don't nobody like process. Berean, school of the Bible. That, that, that's a filter. Somebody's, oh, and, and listen, don't let me step up. I'm, I'm just encouraging you. Be encouraged tonight. But somebody's gung-ho about doing a thing. So Pastor Jason says, okay, you come do Berean, and then you don't do Berean. So you weren't serious about doing the thing. Amen. Okay. We need a kingdom assignment. We need a kingdom assignment. Something that is greater than ourselves. Something that overshadows us. And minimizes our needs. I have found in life that when you will pour into other people, it will make your battle a whole lot easier. I've I've taken some people to, to rehab before, not because I'm a hero, but because I was trying to stay right myself. See, understand that sometimes you're going to have to pour into somebody else in order for you to keep one foot in front of the other foot. Help somebody else. Because at the end of the day, it is not I. It is not I. It's about each other. It's about like brother. Let me keep moving. Number four, you need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. Okay? Assuming that you're on the correct side of salvation tonight, and we'll be sure, I'll give an altar call, but I'll urge you, brothers and sisters in the faith, hear me, we're in a Pentecostal church, we can talk about it. I urge you, brothers and sisters in the faith, you and I are in desperate need of the full baptism of the Holy Ghost. I mean it, y'all. I mean it. Last week I watched, uh, a week ago, tonight, I watched the service, and I was at home, and we had God encounter, and I was so refreshed in my spirit to know that we have a pastor here that will preach and give you the opportunity to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. It's, 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 it's very widespread. We're going to give salvation calls. It's very widespread. We're going to sign up for water baptism. It's not near as widespread that we are going to ask God to baptize you in fire, to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. And I'll tell you something that's real special to me, and I was encouraged last week to get to watch that this church still believes and still encourages the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And here's why it's special to me, because without it, I can't stay clean, y'all. I can't stay a good man. 
without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'm still working. Hey, the old adage, sanctification, okay, God's still working on me. You've heard your preacher say that before. I'll tell you that right now I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you. It's for every believer, every boy, every girl, every young, every old. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is for you. Somebody say amen. Receive it tonight. Receive it tonight. I know it's a I know it's a different thing. I know it's I know it. I know it. Speaking in other tongues. I know it. I know that's different, you know, prayer language type deal. But receive it with what? Faith. A childlike faith. That's what Christ said. All you need is a childlike faith. Sometimes you don't need a supernatural, you just need a mustard seed childlike faith to receive another thing we must do is allow God to guide us now I know that's pretty churchy allow God to guide us yeah I get it well let me let me let me talk about it we need to yield to him yield to him when I hear the word yield I think about driver's ed yield okay but yield Yield, yield to the power of God, yield to the wisdom of God, yield to the word of God, yield to the idea that God is God and I am not God. Trust him. Psalms 37 verses 23 through 25, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young and now I am old. I'm not, but I was young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. Let's read it again. Back up. Back up. I want to read it again. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him, delighting in God. Though he may stumble, you and I, we will have trouble. Take heart. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his mighty hand. Next scripture. I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. Understand, it's not always going to make sense in your life. This is just a journey. It's not always going to make sense. No matter how close you are and how long you've been serving God or how far you are and you have not been serving God, understand that there will be times of question and there will be times of uncertainty. This is why, this is why a consistent Bible life is necessary. In our pocket, I left mine, but in our pocket, we have a phone and we have a Bible app. Download it and read it. Download it and read it. It's not always going to make sense. But we are in need of a Bible life. Proverbs chapter number 3 verses 3 through 6. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on a tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God. Watch this. In the sight of God and in the sight of man. We were talking this morning and I said, hey, another nugget. This is what we were talking about. God is concerned about your good name. He's concerned about your good name. 
Now, you, you may say, okay, uh, Pastor Josh, uh, I don't have to please man. Who am I to fear man? What can man do to me? Well, the Bible says that I'm reading right here. Then you will win favor. That's good. That's a good thing. Favor. I'll win that. And I'll have a good name in the sight of God and in the sight of man. God is concerned about how you look in front of man. And the way that you do that, go back, is you bind love around your neck and keep it faithful always on your lips. That's good. That's good. I want to tell you a quick story real quick. I'll switch gears. We were... uh, and I'm doing really good on time. A praise team, come on, come on, come on, come on, praise team. Um, I'll I tell you a quick story. We, we're, we're going to Kentucky, and uh, this is week number one, and because um, it was a two-week deal for us. And um, I want to tell you about a Bible. It's called the Read and Grow Picture Bible. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe not. You, you probably haven't heard of this picture Bible. But there's a picture Bible called the Read and Grow Picture Bible, and I received it when I was seven years old or so, somewhere about that. And I got it here. Uh, Miss Gail Thibodeau gave it to me when I was in her Sunday school class. And my dad read me those Bible stories Every night, every night, he read me about Gideon. He read me about Samson. He read me about Joseph and the coat. Uh, understand, he read me the old and he, and he read me the new. That's, that's where I became Bible storied. It's through the reading girl picture Bible. Okay, I'm going somewhere. Well, we're traveling to Kentucky, and I like... Jimmy Swaggart Ministry. We have a, a channel on our uh, TV, and it's called the Sun Life Network, I think it is, channel 157 on Charter, C- Charter Cable, and we're watching Jimmy Swaggart Ministries because I like Jimmy Swaggart. I, 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 like, their, I like it. I, it's the traditional look. Suit, I just like it. It's, it ministers to me. And so we're, we're, we're watching that, and we're coming to know Jimmy Swaggart's family. And I understand he had a fall and a, a strong testimony. But um, we're traveling, and we, we, get, we pass this church in Tennessee, and the, 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 the sign on the church says, Welcome, Brother Gabriel Swaggart, tonight. It, it was that date. I think it was the 9th of October. And I flipped out, and I turned around. I said, Man, we got to go back. We got to go back. And so we turn around and we go back, and I knock on the door, and the, the, the preacher comes out. We end up talking. He prays for me. It was a very kindred, good conversation, good, good, good vibes. And uh, I asked him, I said, do you know Brother uh, Swagger? He says, yeah, yeah, I know Brother Swagger. He's coming to do the uh, uh, dedication for our building tonight. I said, okay, okay. And uh, the, the, the Read and Grow Picture Bible, let me tie this, let me tie this thing. The, the Read and Grow Picture Bible is a product of Jimmy Swaggart's ministries. I received a Bible when I was seven years old. We go on up to Kentucky. We preach. We have a great time. We feel really good about becoming their pastors. And Natalie walks back to the car with a brand new Read and Grow Picture Bible. Come on now. Come on now. I, I, I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you, you, you it's, it's a good clap, but I, I, I'll tell you that, that, Sometimes stories in your life are not going to make no sense to nobody but you. Mm? It's just a journey. 
Your life, your journey, they'll be filled with God moments. Moments that will sound absolutely ludicrous to someone else, but they're your God moments. They're special to you. The Read and Grow Picture Bible is special to me because that's how I found out about Gideon and the jars. That's how I found out about Samson and the pillars. And now Natalie is going to find out because I'm going to do my best to read her the Read and Grow Picture Bible at night. You see how God works? Now to somebody else that may not mean a whole lot, but to me that means very much. It is these moments that steer the ship on your journey. These God moments. On your journey, you need to be reminded of the critical need to worship God. I mean a lifestyle of worship. I want you to understand something. A lifestyle of worship is not a popular lifestyle. Okay? You're not going to carry the most likes and comments if you live a lifestyle of worship. A lifestyle of worship, arms lifted high type worship, knees bent type worship, facing the carpet type worship. I rarely hear an altar call that's not for me. I'm just telling you the truth. Now, I'm a pastor now, okay? But I don't hardly ever hear an altar call that I need not respond to. Now, what am I saying that you, you, you need to respond? I, you, you figure that it's between you and God. I'm just telling you that I can tweak and turn and twist an altar call and somehow fit the bill where I need to go down there. Now, that's just me. I can find a reason to get to the altar. The way I find my way is at the altar. My spirit bears witness at the altar, at the foot of the cross. I want you to understand that I found my way at the altar. I found my life when I submitted at the altar. Hear me. A great sign of spiritual maturity is a life of frequent trips to this altar. This one right here at the, at the Revival Center. This altar. A life that is a, a sign of spiritual maturity is frequent trips to this altar. It's a pride-crushing, whisper-hushing, chain-snapping stroll to the altar of God that a man can come to understand that his life is just a journey. <laughs> Needs are met at the altar. Philippians 4, verse number 19. My God will meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Message version. Now I have it all and keep getting more. The gifts you sent with Ephroditus were more than enough and like a sweet-smelling sacrifice roasting at the altar filling the air with fragrance fragrance pleasing pleasing God no end you can be sure listen this is what I want this is the meat you can be sure that God will take care of everything you need his generosity exceeding even yours and the glory that pours from Jesus our God and Father abounds in glory that just pours out into eternity Last week, also, uh, we had the, the God encounter moment, but Pastor opened up the service with the word. Now, I just want to be a part of that word. I don't want to add to it. I don't want to take from it. I just want to roll and be a part of this prophetic word. He gave a prophetic word last week. He said the church is at a threshold moment. He encouraged us that something greater would carry us across 
this threshold. My spirit man realizes tonight as I close a chapter of my life and open up a new one that it is the groom that carefully is carrying his bride safely across the threshold. And tonight I just want to invite you. I want to encourage you. I told you I wanted to hang out with you tonight. That's all. Brother Ben, I wanted him to say something. I wanted to sing the old song because it's my favorite. And I wanted to hang out with you and talk about the journey of life. Celebrate with you. We hope you have enjoyed today's message. For more information about the Revival Center, visit us on the web at revivalcenterag.com.